0: This is the Mixtape Queens.
1: Welcome to the Mixtape Queens podcast, where we bring you the hottest and most talented up-and-coming artists in the music industry.
0: Today's artist is Leah, a pop and R&B singer and songwriter from London, whose music will have you on cloud nine. Yes. Welcome, Queen. Welcome. Hey, guys. Yay, we're so happy to have you here with us and sharing your light and sharing your energy so we can get to know you better.
1: Yes, all the way from London. We are so excited. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing very well. Some downtime, so I'm trying to enjoy that. So I'm currently sitting in my dressing gown. (laughs) That's why I was like, oh, is this going to be just the audio? Um, Yes, I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing great as well. Yes, yes. yes we are
1: doing wonderful over here in our pajamas you know we love to be relaxed and comfortable and you know just starting on audio for now but we want to come to London and see you
2: that would be absolutely amazing hopefully I've got more shows lined up like on a bigger scale this year so that that would be great and if you guys would love to come I'd love to have you
1: Yes, that would be really cool. We're excited to get to know more about you. You know, we've been following you on Instagram for some time. We listen to your music on Apple Music and Spotify. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're curious to find out more about you. Go ahead and tell us where you're from and how you got started doing music
2: so I am Leah I'm 22 years old and I'm from London I'm from Croydon um how I got into music was um I went to the Brit school um which is quite like a famous music well not even music it's like a performing arts school in London um and I studied there for four years um I did year 10 and year 11 so it's like the last two years of high school and then like Sixth form, which would be—I don't know what it's like in America—the grades, but from fourteen to eighteen, that's how long I was—I was there for. Um, so while I was there, I wasn't actually releasing any music or anything, but I was writing. Then I went to study, I did a vocals degree, then I did um my master's degree in music management and industry practice, which was really cool. So I've been able to get some tools, but well, like music was in my family from like a very, very, very young age. So like my dad was like a very like famous uh, soundsman. Um, he had his own sounds. And then my late uncle um was actually in Bob in and the Whalers who his was El Lindo, also known as Wire. So he taught me a lot, a lot about music and exposed me to a lot of different kinds of music. So I feel like I was almost pushed in that direction to do something in music. Wow. That's cool to have a family member
0: really kind of push you in that direction and say, yeah, you can do that. Wow. So you studied at this prestigious
1: school I just guess it's prestigious so you have training in music itself and training in your voice as well as music business marketing is that right
2: yeah so like the school like uh the British school um like people like Amy Winehouse Adele went there Tom Holland went there for acting um there's more like there's quite a few people that have been to that school so it was a good environment and then back to the studying in my masters yeah so I, I've learned a lot but I've realized a lot of the stuff that they teach you in uh, educational um, settings about music is great knowledge but you really need to be out in the field to really understand and put it to practice because I feel like if that was the case everyone would go to music um, like a music, do a music degree and then be able to climb the charts and whatnot but it's never quite linear as in if you do be certain steps you will become like the most successful person but it definitely teaches you how to start in like marketing how to think about your brand how to think about things that are going to appeal and how how you you start putting those things together which I think is really essential because a lot of artists right now are and I would say I'm even still finding my brand but a lot of them are just throwing music out and not thinking of it as a business. They're just doing it for the love of it.
1: Yes, that's powerful to be involved in your own music business because as artists, you know, a lot of times we're visionary, we're creative. But when it comes to the paperwork side, when it comes to the legal issues, facing royalties and things like that, we see artists every day who have no idea if their songs are making money or not and they're just really kind of out there winging it and so yes that's beautiful to see a beautiful queen such as yourself holding all the power and being the ceo of your own company
2: yeah i like education i was always quite smart in school as well so i i've always i'm always the type of person like the more you learn about something and I'm and I'm not saying that you have to like go to uni but you can pick up a book you can read articles of mine you can listen to podcasts but the more you educate yourself about your craft the more you learn like so many people are getting like really hard done by by certain deals that's going up because they don't understand contract law now I'm not an expert at contract law but I, I can tell you what like the the main terminology is. So like if I if I was ever presented with a contract which I have before and it's not looking good, I wouldn't sign it. And I think that's really important that artists, whether they you know got I know you get lawyer for it as you get older, but you know, in the the early days is get familiar with knowing because well it it really depends what kind of artist you want to be, to be fair. But like if you want to be mega successful with you know brand deals and like relabel deals get familiar with what these people are asking of you because I feel like when you know what they're asking of you you can actually negotiate more you you can you can you know be like hey I don't think that this 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 is right or this doesn't align with what I want to do or my brand or you know so I think it's very good to get your, your head around that that's my one like vital thing I would tell people getting into music is get to know the business side of it first
0: I really appreciate you saying that they need to know the business side of it and how reading that contract that you're signing is so important and the way that you kind of just broke it down so that they have a better understanding of what they're getting themselves into and how they can renegotiate certain things if they understand it better by reading yes that's so important and our listeners need to hear that because that's some of the biggest
1: excuses that we get like for example a lot of artists are saying well I don't have that prestigious school I didn't my family doesn't support me and you know there's no excuses nowadays why you can't turn on YouTube and find some experts and what you're looking to do and Get the knowledge. Knowledge is free nowadays, and there's just no excuses. Mm. So let this be a lesson for everybody to step your game up, but take take
2: your career into your own hands, right? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. And I would say as well, like I think everyone's sold. Like I have a I have a family friend who's actually in a um very high position in a record label and i'm not signed and he was just sitting down and speaking to me and he was like i understand you want to be an artist but like the the music business side like if if that's what you want to do if you want to be a signed artist you've got to know that this the reasons why Like, okay, this is like really controversial here but your contract is going to be very scary it's going to be very wordy it's because it's it's supposed to it's supposed to not okay not i'm saying they're intentionally trying to you know get you to sign a bad deal but it's a power move you want to understand that you know like at the end of the day yes you you might need them but your power your music is your power so if someone is coming to sign you like remember that that they're signing you because they want your music or they want what you have so there's no point walking into that blindly thinking oh my god a label's come for me like I'm gonna sign the deal I'm gonna take the big advance and then get really excited about it thinking that like you need them in that aspect no they need you but they're very good at being able to hide the fact that they need you so that's one thing that I would say as well like take take some ownership get clued up and but at the same time have fun with it like you meet like so many like even like I don't know what it's like in the, the um states but in London we have so much like music network and events where you could meet a lawyer like you could meet a lawyer and it's not necessarily like saying that in that stage of your career you need one but you could sit down with them and be like hey I really would just like to understand the basics of um a contract like Um, what is the royalty shares or how long is the term like I didn't know there's something called like a sunset clause sunset clause is like when you end your contract with them is like how much they get paid after the contract ends like you did people know that they will take money off of you once your contract ends so those sort of things get out there meet so many people talk interact like if if you want to be as big as you can you're you're gonna need to is you're gonna need to yourself up and start networking and making those connections as well. Social media game changers. Are you ready
0: to take your brand to the next level? It's time to step up your game with the Mixtape
1: Queens. We specialize in all things social media. From graphic design, music, photography, and videos. We got everything you need
0: whether you're a business looking to boost your brand, an influencer looking to expand your following or wanting to just get yourself heard, the Mixtape Queens got you.
1: Want to contact us? Go to our website at mixtapequeens.com. Yes, right. And now is the time to do it because of the current state of the music industry is really thriving. I mean, we are seeing artists all around the world who are so talented. And because of streaming and social media, just within the past six years, the music industry is booming Mm -hmm. and it's really exciting what is possible for artists nowadays. And you don't even have to leave your house most of the time. You can be singing in your own room, in your own house or, you know, posting your own songs and, and reaching millions around the world. It's pretty exciting.
2: Yeah I think it's really exciting and I think sometimes some people and I think at stages I have I think some people get disheartened at the fact that it's a number game at the moment but I would I would encourage people as well like people still value real music. I know that like whenever I'm performing out I get my most engagement, I get my most followers, I get new listeners like, at, at a very drastic rate because Um, people still like to go out and listen to music so if you can and I'm I'm not saying it's easy for everybody but like if you can get out there and perform like release your music and perform and start letting people hear your music through real ears instead of uh, a headphone or earphones as well because that is an advantage as well as just other than releasing through your um, your just reading at home. I love performing out like live performances as well. So, you know, that might be a biased opinion, but it's, it's you know, something to
1: bear in mind. <laughs> yes. Well, you got to get out there and present yourself and introduce yourself to people. That's pretty exciting. So, can
2: you tell us who are some of your influences? My influences are very, very like I have so many. So, I'll like it stems from like I grew up, obviously, I'm from a Jamaican family so we listened to a lot of like reggae music and then also like R&B music so like my I listened grew up listening to people like Barris Hammond um, Dennis Brown obviously for Marley and the Whalers and then also like my dad would be playing people like Keith Sweat um Jodeci, H-Town and then my mum would still listen to those sort of music but she also really loved like Tina Marie she also loved ABBA but, um, and and then obviously as you grow up in like the modern age I I used to I used to listen to Nicki Minaj quite a lot as a kid so you know so it's all over the place it's so all over the place that's why I feel like with my music it's hard to really like pin down like who heavily influences it because I, I think I grab things from everywhere but I would say like my my most like oh I think someone that I listen to and they really cultivate me is Emily Sandé I really love a a ballad I really love you know feeling like a song that makes you really feel and I'm hoping that I can get some of my music that is a bit more ballad ish out this year which would be good so like I can really cultivate some emotions from people and just let them know that they're not alone like we can all be sad and happy together
1: (laughs) oh yes music is medicine it really is that's amazing so you have this eclectic taste for music and I would describe your sound as
0: very soulful and you know a soulful R&B it almost kind of reminds me of um, a little Whitney Houstonish because of how she did a lot of pop r b kind of flavor like that but no one could really pinpoint her either because I don't think that music has a a color to it you know so I think you're one of those artists that just knows how to evolve and adapt your sound the way that you like it for a specific song that you're doing so I mean good luck trying to categorize yourself that's gonna be a hard
2: one because you are a knockout <laughs> do you know really funny my birthday my forename name here's me telling it, is um my real name is like Aaliyah whitney a bit, so i was named after Aaliyah the singer and whitney houston so it's really crazy that you've said that which but i i agree i uh, well not to like toot my own horn but like i i've had i've heard that before and yeah i go through phases it's like right now like i'm very much you know kind of like in this kind of like um I won't say trap, but like I would say like over here, like it's very like heavy with the hi-hats, like um, kind of like R and B, very commercial. But like I'm I'm at the moment where it's like I'm not done with that, but I wanna explore some other parts. So I know that my next project that I'm putting out probably won't be anything like I put out already. And like it's it's gonna be a different flavor. So already people will be asking me, Oh, like what genre are you? And I'm like, Well, it's <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making music,
1: guys. I'm just making music. Bear with me. Yeah. Yes, you can't be put in a box. You are who you are. And that's what we love about being able to work with artists is enjoying the different types of artistry that come through, you know, through your music, not just your style, but your personality. Like, it's so cool. Okay, so we are curious about your creative process. Like when you're working on a song or you have an idea for a song, how does it come about? Do you ever freestyle? Do you mostly write? And how do you come up with the melodies?
2: Um, It all really depends. My main way of like writing music is um, what I would do is I'll hear like a chord progression and like instantly a melody and the words just appear in my head. It's really weird. Um, so I'll put that down and then I will build on the song and then I'll normally take it to a, a producer of mine and then let them uh, do their magic on it. But there has been sometimes where like a producer has handed me a song where it's like complete already, like just no top line, no words. And then I've had to actually like, sit down and think, hmm, it's not coming to me automatically. What do I want to say? What's, what's the mood? How am I? vibing with this and what what is my inside saying i need to put down on this so it, it depends but um normally i just hear chord progression whether i'm like on splice or or Looperman, um which are like uh platforms where you can get like royalty free stuff um on there and it, it just comes it's just there it's just sitting on my head it doesn't take too long unless i'm trying to overthink it so luckily I, I've been blessed with a uh, creative process like that but um, I would say most like probably in the last year or so I've been writing more from my personal experiences where before when I was releasing music I was I was writing a little bit from my own experiences but it was more about like something I'd heard on the bus or something I'd heard outside or something a friend was going through never really I think I was a bit scared to like tap in with myself and be like okay but what do you want to say wow just natural talent and true
1: artistry coming through when you tap into yourself that's just
0: a whole new level yeah, it really is. And you know, we're curious
2: about what some of your goals are for your music career. Um, I tell everybody, um, it's a bit narrow minded. Not that narrow minded, but I tell everybody like my 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 not the biggest, but like a one one of the goals I would really love to. There's uh a venue in London called the Royal Albert Hall. And uh Adele sang there, Emily Sande sang there, like I think apple's Uh, that might be wrong but like a lot of artists are sung there but it's normally something you do with like an orchestra like it's very like cinematic that and that is like a huge venue as well and I don't know what the capacity is but that would be like my like I think I would cry that evening because it's like orchestra like an orchestral version of like all of your songs I don't know that just seems so beautiful and intimate so that's like performing i've got more performance goals of like where i'd want to perform and you know the sound that i like that's what i envision i don't like i do have goals like of course like you know i want like to win a grammy and i want you know a number one song on the billboards like that but that's hand to like where i want to perform performing is like my i don't know i love making music but performing element of it is is the thing that really sells me on making music, really, like to go out there and perform your songs. That's that's. Oh, I'm getting tingles just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yes, so do we we, love love it. we want you to perform in
0: America. Oh yeah,
2: for sure, we'll be there. I'm hoping to come out soon. Actually, like that, that is in the woodworks. We're just trying to think of the logistics of that. So, you, you, you. I'm hoping I'll have that announcement soon. <laughs>
1: Wow, you heard it here first on the Mixtape Queen's podcast. Mm-mm-mm. So we touched on this a little bit, but we're curious to know what are some of the issues that you've faced in the music industry?
2: I think, I don't, again, I don't know how things are out, how music, the music industry works out in uh, the States, but I'm sure it's got some similarities. Here, I think it's getting people in high positions to really like digest your your music I think the way how like London A&R is very working at the moment is like if it's not popping before it comes to you then you know and I understand it because they've got to go into a meeting with whoever's the musical director of whatever label and sell be like yeah this is the reason why we need to sign this or this is the reason why I need to bring this person in so you know you do have to come with some advantage but I think I think that it's probably been the most difficult part is really, and and I have overcome that. Like I've had a couple of label meetings and stuff like that. So it's not something that's not, that's hindering me or anything, but it's just getting, you know, the ears that you want to really be listening to your music to um, listen to it. But where there's a will, there is definitely a way. So yeah. I know that's right. Yes, Queen. It can be quite frustrating,
1: you know, turning your passion into something that is economically benefiting you, you know, um, you know, there's a fine line of how to balance that. And it's a tricky one. So here at the Mixtape Queens, we use our platform to help spread motivation and to lift people up. Is there any advice that you have for anybody who's listening right now and they're struggling, they're having a hard time navigating those waters?
2: I read a quote when I was like down and out a couple, maybe like a year ago or whatnot. um, And it said, Everything you want in life just has to be possible, it doesn't have to be easy. So, you know, have whether you're religious or not, have the faith that you can do it. And, and I would say there was a point in my uh, time or whatever making music where I, like, I would say I believe I was going to do it, but inside I clearly wasn't. But now I'm at that point where it's like, I can say it and I can feel that I'm going to do it. So having that faith um, and just net, like, I know it's so cliche, just don't give up because you don't know where the old breakthrough is tomorrow. Like imagine if you say today I'm quitting music and then tomorrow, like you you ended up you know, going viral, for example, you know. So everything you want in life just needs to be possible. It never said it had to be um, easy. Yes, thank
1: you for that motivation. We're hoping to reach someone with that. The key word is don't give up. And, you know, if you're really struggling to to move forward, you have to dig deep. You have to really start changing the the mindset inside of your own heart and your own intuition is going to guide you and that's powerful so thank you so much for that we're gonna have all of your links to connect with you so for the fans and supporters make sure you connect with Leah on Instagram go stream her music on Spotify and Apple Music yes everywhere and can you tell fans and supporters how to find you
2: yes so you can find me on instagram they're all the same handle um even youtube so it's leah w h that's l e i y a h w h
1: yes everyone go stream her music right now and tell her the mixtape queen sent you yes yes thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us today and share the love and the inspiration with the listeners. We're very excited to see your growth and see what's in store for you and how we fit into that journey along the way. Hopefully, we can come up with something that, you know, takes the world by storm. We'd love to be a part of that and we're very very blessed to
2: be a part of this journey with you. I just want to say thank you for having me as well. Um of course you know I will always keep you in the loop of everything and I honestly appreciate like you guys supporting my music as well that means so much
0: well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your light and your energy and everything and you know we'll make sure to keep up with you and follow and comment and like and share anything that you need us to share or anything we got you 100% and we're family Yes, queen. Always. <laughs>
1: yes, queen. Well, we're sending lots of love over there to London, beautiful London, and we will see you soon and talk to you soon. Amazing. Well, bye for now. Yes, bye for now. See you
0: later. <laughs> that was really <pretty> good.
1: <laughs>
0: bye, beautiful. Bye, <laughs> All okay. right.